1: e-commerce conversations a weekly podcast focusing on e-commerce topics featuring interviews with prominent people in the e-commerce space well, welcome to another edition of e-commerce conversations my name is kerry murdoch millie abdu hayoglu is with us today millie is the founder and ceo of komodo a firm that provides security services to e-commerce firms and to uh, online consumers worldwide. Millie is a recent recipient of an Entrepreneur Award by Ernst & Young, and he's a leading voice in security matters worldwide. And Millie, we want to thank you for your time today. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. Sure. Millie, we're here today to talk about security, online security, security to protect consumers, and what sort of security products e-commerce merchants should offer their shoppers. Our audience, of course, is e-commerce merchants. I was wondering, in terms of uh, in terms of SSL certificates, I know you're an issuer and a provider of SSL certificates. Your firm is Millie. Uh, Indeed. The There's a new SSL certificate out called the EV. SSL certificate. Uh, yes. Could you explain that to us briefly what that is and sure. we'll ask, ask you a question about that. Sure the
0: problem uh, I don't know whether your your listeners know that or not but uh, I've initiated that uh, EVSSL certificate uh, forum called CAP forum the problem why so why did we come up with this new type of certificate the problem that we had previously was anyone with ten, fifteen dollar in their pocket could go get this yellow padlock? Mm-hmm. So anyone and everyone, whether they are legitimate e-commerce uh, company or the fraudsters, could get for fifteen dollars a digital certificate. So the users who came to rely on seeing that padlock lost the trust in that padlock because it meant nothing. All it means is you got 15 dollars in your pocket to buy that. So there was no standard for issuing a NSSL certificate. So there was no industry standard. So that's when I made the call to industry in May around April May 2005 and I said to them come on guys you know if we're not gonna do this who will let's sit down around a table and build standards so that consumers will feel secure when they see a sign of trust because what was sign of trust that yellow padlock had been eroded by uh, you know Uh, companies who were issuing certificates without any validation because there was no standard to comply to. That's how EV certificates, EV SSL certificates came about. EV certificates are the first certificate in the world that has a standard for validation. So not everyone can get it, just like a passport. You need to have certain uh, criteria for you to get a passport it's not just money anymore so with this evssl certificate you go through stringent validation before you can get one so users are
1: protected EV meaning extra validi-
0: Ex- extended yeah, extended validation. I'm
1: sorry, extended
0: validation. But yeah, That's we're a- not very imaginative <laughs> at Cap Forum I'm afraid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tell me the steps involved then if it's if if there is uniform standards for the EV, mm-hmm. what are the steps yes. involved for for obtaining one?
0: Uh, there is quite few steps because we want to make we'd, at stage 1 we'd rather be uh, secure than easier. So we have put a lot of steps to make sure that not everyone can obtain it. As we uh, go ahead and, you know, improve those processes, we'll make it easier. However, the uh, gate, the, 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 uh, uh, the uh, initiative is about making sure that there is security for consumers. So if you want to obtain a digital certificate, you have to go through, you know, some stringent process. Quite a few steps. Okay. I don't know exact number, but a lot of steps that you have to go through. But then again, end users deserve that.
1: So the merchant has to, for example, the merchant would have to prove to, say, Komodo, if the merchant were to get an EV SSL, things such as the physical address, that uh, they have a physical address. Physical
0: address, domain ownership, and then, you know, if need be, we might need to get their. Uh, lawyers to write them uh, a letter. So Doraq and we uh, then go check uh, leg- uh, credible third-party databases whether they exist or not. So there are. It's a multi-pronged approach whereby we try to validate that entity from many different angles.
1: Okay, Milly, say the EVSSL. Mm-hmm. Uh, that does help consumers for the reasons that that you just explained. What mm-hmm. prevents a thief? from faking an EV SSL certificate that is creating a fake seal creating fake certification requirements or certification standards and just putting that up on a site sure there are two different problems you know problem number 1 can a thief a
0: fraudster try to break our processes and obtain one you know in theory Of course it is. 100% security does not exist. What I used to tell people, hey, i know where hundred percent security exists it's a black hole you can throw your password and key in a black hole you'll never get it back right (laughs) but even that is not the case anymore because black holes are now known to be radiating things depending on what goes inside so hundred percent security unfortunately does not exist i cannot put my hand on heart and say to you yeah yeah don't worry we're hundred percent not thief can get this however one thing i can say is it's a bloody good process that we've put in place that really minimizes the risk. Now, coming to whether, uh, you know, let's say you have a website and whether you can, uh, we have a website and whether you can, uh, let's say, you know, you're a fraudster and you want to fake that EV sign. Mm-hmm. That is very difficult to do because it's built into the browser address bar itself. I see. So. Within, so it is not a content that you see on the site, which could be fake. It is built into the browser itself. So your browser address bar will turn green. And it is not easy to do that just simply by having a website. So those are the two potential attacks. For me to be able to do that, I have to introduce a malware that will overwrite your browser. And that becomes a very, very, you know, uh, difficult Task. Even the malware is still out there. It's still a difficult
1: task. Are you aware of anyone that's tried to replicate uh, EV SSL in a dishonest way?
0: To my to my knowledge, not yet. I'm not saying there won't be. I'm sure there will be people. You know, as uh, more users trust on EV, it will be attacked.
1: It seems to me, Millie, that for EV SSL to work properly, consumers mm-hmm. have to understand it and have to know to look for it
0: hundred percent
1: how many what percentage of online shoppers know to look for an EVSSL right now
0: not enough however we don't expect we, when we uh, introduced this standard we did not expect an overnight success we are not here for an you know, overnight you know uh, uh, success we're here for the long long term and uh, we any any new technology any new concept does require time Of adoption I mean look at us even now there are still people out there who don't know that they need a firewall and antivirus and it's 25 year old technology right Right. so it it will take time it's only been a year since ie introduced it Firefox only introduced that very now a month or two ago so it's a very 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 new technology and we don't expect overnight even though we are seeing a lot of e-commerce sites, getting these certificates, making sure that to give that trust to their customers. But we don't expect overnight success. However all the indications that we have are going uptrend and going as per our predictions. So we're getting a very good response from the marketplace and we're seeing the stats ourselves, You know, people pay. you know, people are paying for it and getting these certificates.
1: So what percentage of consumers right now would you guess?
0: well actually uh, quite a good percentage of consumers uh, if you look at internet explorer internet explorer 7 has the technology built in already mm-hmm. and microsoft made it a compulsory uh, upgrade from ie6 to ie7 mm-hmm. so i would say majority of ie users now have uh, this technology built in whether they realize it's there or not is a different issue that i don't know but the technology is now within their browsers. Now Firefox have released their latest version. Uh, a lot of Firefox users will be migrating towards that as well. So I, I think a good chunk of majority of uh, users already have the technology in their machines, in their browsers now, I would say. Of course, like you said, education of it and the user's understanding it's there and being able to Use it is, or you know, or being able to understand what it means, is going to be a continuous training.
1: You mentioned price there, Millie. How much more mm-hmm. does a for a merchant to for a merchant to buy an EV SSL certificate mm-hmm. from Komodo, your firm? Mm-hmm. How much more will yes. that cost him?
0: Uh, I, it costs around four hundred dollars to buy an EV SSL certificate, okay. and that is about three hundred dollars more than. Uh, uh, Our ordinary certificates, the SSLs, you know, the the padlock, the yellow padlock ones.
1: Mm -hmm. Is it worth it? Would you recommend it to e-commerce merchants now that they do it?
0: Totally. For simple reason, just simply converting one customer because of an EV will pay for itself in no time. That's a good point. So, you know, you only have to look at how many customers do I have to convince by me having an EV, will it pay for itself? I mean... $400, Four hundred dollars. You know what are you selling? On average, fifty dollars. If you know over one year period, if you can convert, what, how many people? Ten people. You're in profit already. And I think there is more than ten people out there who will put uh, value onto
1: EV. That makes sense. Let's broaden the discussion just for a sec, Millie, and talk about yes. the issuance of seals generally. Seals on a website. We yes. we here at Practical E-commerce we've seen a lot of them. We've seen it. We've seen some go away already, but there's. It seems to us there's so many seals. There's there's seals that are essentially meaningless that require no no uh, steps for a merchant to obtain. There are yes. seals that a merchant can display if they belong to certain organizations, etc. Yeah. Are there yes. any standards for issuing or for the displaying of seals on mm-hmm. an e-commerce site?
0: None whatsoever. Unfortunately, there is this thing that we call sealomania. You know? <laughs> everyone, everyone thinks, here is a seal. You know, here's, you know, that seal, this seal, you know. I'm a, you know, tunnel diggers association seal. Put it on your website, you know? <laughs> so the problem here is, the biggest problem we're facing on the internet today is, unless you can verify, it's worth nothing. What is the point of you having a Visa logo if I cannot verify that Visa have authorized you to display it? What point is it for you to say to me, hey, look, I am trusted. How can I validate that? I can't. The content that we see, the seals, the logos that we see cannot be validated. Hence, they have no value. This is why you see many of these come and go. Because people realize that I could simply copy and paste a seal on my website. So what does that mean? I don't even have to pay for it. What is that to stop me from getting a Visa logo on my site by simply copying and pasting it? Nothing. So that is a problem. And that is a problem that we have addressed at Komodo by giving people tools so that they can validate what they see.
1: Do you anticipate any sort of regulation with SEALs at any point in time?
0: Uh, I hope there will be. I will be pushing for it uh, in future, most definitely. We've been busy with some other standards within the uh, forum that we've set up, the CAP forum, uh, to you know, get to the next level of uh, certificate validations. In future, I hope there will be. I will be pushing for it personally. And, you know, I will be pushing for authentication of seals as well. I want to enable consumers and users for them to be able to authenticate what they see. That is an important thing because there is no point in giving something that can easily be copied. We need to arm, we need to empower consumers so that they can see that we are legitimate as e-merchants.
1: That makes sense. We have just a couple of minutes left, Millie. Sure. I wanted to ask you briefly for e-commerce merchants to decide, help them mm-hmm. decide which SSL certificate issuer to purchase their certificates from. If right. if the technology is the same behind EV SSL, you mentioned uniform standards for those and sure. regular SSLs, how is a merchant to know where to buy their SSL certificates from?
0: that that's a very good question indeed you know what plays SSL certificate what plays a role in that is uh, everyone has same standard price is one differentiator that i can throw out customer support is another one you know i would be you know biased you know to say hey buy from komodo uh, but what you should be looking for is the price because the same thing so why why pay double triple quadruple you know you go for a cost-effective version. Of course, you know you also have to care about customer care. You know, customer support. You do need, you know, you do need uh, support every so often. So you want to, you know, you want to go with a company who will be there for you. So those are the two main things. Of course, there are other innovations that takes place. For example, EV, uh, even though it's released, uh, uh, you still need to do one or two little things uh, to enable it on all your sites. So some companies have enabled e-merchants with easier tools for them to deploy EVs, you know, and that's it really. Apart from that, the main thing is the price, I would say, at this stage.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Millie, our listeners, of course, as I said earlier, our listeners are e-commerce merchants. Anything else on your mind? Anything you'd like to say to them or offer to them as it relates to uh, SSL certificates?
0: All I can say is make sure... That you give the ability for your consumers to differentiate you by knowing that you're trusted. Give them tools so that they can validate you. The more you empower your users, the more they will trust you.
1: Okay. Well, your site is Komodo. That's Komodo dot com. C o m o d o dot com. You mentioned Cap Forum. What is the URL for that once more, Millie? It's C
0: a b forum. F o r um.org okay. which stands for Certification Authorities and Browsers Forum.org.
1: Okay. Well, all Millie right. Millie Abdul Hayaglu, the founder and CEO of Komodo, we thank you for your time today, sir. Thank you, Kerry. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Thank you. Take care. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's all the time we have for this week's e-commerce conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Please tune in next week for another new episode.